I listen to it all the time. I tell all my friends to smack it raw. Podcast contains mature content. If you some expressed by the host, announcer, those are the hosts. Discretion is advised. Welcome to the Smack and Raw Podcast, the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub, where carrying the load of twenty men isn't something that only happens after a gangbang. Just ask Drew McIntyre. I am your host, the patron saint of podcasting, the Warden Mad Ritter, and I am here with my co-hosts this evening. Of course, Daddy Delgado, the Sultan of Spitter Swallow. Mm. Up one in the race for Pornhub Poppy and my friend Vince. How are you today? That is home, Matt. And I'm once again in the lead, as I should be. I am the one true Pornhub Poppy, and uh the gory is not a spear. So can can I ask you a question? <laughs> yes. Why is it every time we do a show? Yes. And I introduce you, you have to have like a paragraph before I can introduce our guest because poor Brett <laughs> is sitting here just waiting to be introduced, and you always go on like a mini little thing before I get to introduce them. So, ladies and gentlemen, one half of the Brain Buster Boys podcast. It is Brett with two T's. Two T's. What up? Pleasure to be here, Vince. Nice to meet you. I just realized we've got the same microphone, I think, it appears. Yes, Blue Yeti. Yeah, Pornhub yeah. Poppy in the house. I love Thank that you. name. Thank you. I, yeah. I love it. I love it. It was, it was This is the first time I get to collab with Brett. This is going to be fun. I'm excited. We're already wearing the same mic, you know? Like, so that's yeah. how you know we're going to have great chemistry. You know? we're, in we're, good sh- we're in good shape, baby. Yeah, yeah I'm excited. Let's have yeah. some fun. Uh, good night, JJ. Have fun at your staff meeting tomorrow, and thanks for popping in to say hi. Um, Brett, I talked Yo. to you along the week, and I want to put your show over, which is part of the reason why you're here, because, listen, the Brain Buster Boys podcast is like no other show I have ever listened to uh there is a on again off again running narrative that takes place through the show and then while that is going on there is also an AEW recap that happens it is the last episode i felt like i was on an acid trip listening to but it was absolutely fantastic like um i think the way i described to you was i felt like bill and ted meets ready to rumble yep and Bo, my partner, he, you know, kind of writes the most, most, if not all the scripts and kind of steers that narrative. Like, he's like, you hit the nail right on the head there. That's kind of, I know part of what he was going for, especially with the Bill and Ted side. But yeah, man, it's been a lot of fun. Um, you know, the narrative side of things kind of just happened because Bo, like our show started, like I'm a huge fucking Mark, love wrestling. Bo does not or didn't and like he's a good friend he's fucking hilarious we'd always talked about like doing something together and I'm like well you would you want to try doing a wrestling podcast and watch an AEW every week and he's like fuck it yeah why not so kind of the original intent was like 
teacher and student almost and almost mm-hmm. like educational to a degree. And then he like graduated from with a uh, grad degree in creative writing. And it started as us being employed by Turner, uh, which AEW was on TNT initially. And it just really spun into cults in the woods and us getting possessed. And uh, then we worked for WWE. And uh, now we're time traveling and stopping David Lynch from ruining our show. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty insane. Is somebody getting pegged in somebody's house? (laughs) I swear I heard. It did not sound pleasant. <laughs> Somewhere in the back. Um, Could be my roommate downstairs playing video games, but I don't know. That might be. Uh, no, dude, it's really, like I said, it's really cool. And you were talking. You, I actually started going back because you gave me a list of, like, the the essential plot point episodes. So Seven listening. Apps. yeah. Yeah, so I, I've been listening to that to kind of get caught up on the narrative that I've missed. But I was hooked after listening to that last episode because you guys did a break from the narrative stuff yeah like you're just getting back into it like 10 month break actually because it was a huge part so we're november would be two years for us so started like end of 2020 and yeah that would started episode seven and then pretty much from there to like 43 it was mostly narrative the whole time you know save a handful of episodes uh-huh. but it was a lot of fucking work and you know we're working with a lot of different people and characters and writing scripts and coordinating recording at the same time and then editing would take six hours sometimes more so we're like, let's fucking push back or pull back a little bit and just kind of take it easy. And we wanted to break away from like just being an AEW recap show. So we started doing more interviews and like we had Tim on to do like an AEW versus WWE like fantasy booking. We started reviewing more old matches because we wanted to break out of the formula. But we always knew the narrative was coming back. And Bo had had the idea of kind of making it about how he and I or where he and I met. So it's even personal on that level as well. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's taken on a life of its own and it's so much fun. And Bo's just a genius to work with as well. So you guys haven't tapped into them. Now is the perfect time because the narrative is picking back up. So it Mm -hmm. is going to be a hell of a crazy rider has so far. And as you said, the whole reason you guys, you you didn't just want to be an AEW recap show. Now we have reformatted our show because I didn't want us to just be a WWE AEW recap show, which is the beauty of why you're here also, because as I like to refer to new Japan pro wrestling as fan fiction, um, as we go through our spits and swallows this week, I know a lot of what you watched has to do with the only uncensored <laughs> Japanese climax you can pay for on TV, mm, um, yeah. the G1 Classic. But before we get into that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, first and foremost, as you guys know, Young Kings Wrestling, good friends of the Smack and Raw podcast, have those awesome NWA-style Black Lives Matter t-shirts, and all of the money that is made from those shirts is put into a fund by TC of Young Kings Wrestling, and then it is donated to families who have lost loved ones due to police brutality, um, as well as other causes in line with that mindset, but is in no way, shape, or form associated with the Black Lives Matter organization. So uh, if you want yourself a badass t-shirt and you want your money to go to a good cause to help out some people who could use it, please go buy those. They have them in black and pink for breast cancer awareness as well, black and white. And if you're special like me, you can get that black and red NWO style t-shirt. Uh, Vince has a habit of just disappearing uh, to go to blowjobs and things mm. and then comes back midstream. Nice. nice. Uh, often quickies. Um, Mid-com. Yeah, pretty much. 
Also, we have the Pro Wrestling Pro Choice t-shirts that were created by Jizzy from the Deadass Girls. The design was done by her, and we're selling those. And money for that from our podcast, which you can get on our Teespring, goes to Women's Reproductive Rights Assistance Project. And Katie from the She Leach Showcase is also selling the same shirt. You can get that on her Teespring, and that money goes to Planned Parenthood. So if that is a cause in women's rights, it's something you want to support. And again, you want a badass t-shirt of a female wrestler putting a member of Congress in a sharpshooter in front of the White House or <laughs> Congress, uh, go get that as well. It's fantastic. Um, we'll get into news and rumors while Vince is uh, jacking off. Um, <laughs> so one of the biggest things that people were talking about was apparently WWE reached out to an AEW talent about possibly making a return. And everyone's like, oh, that's contract tampering. And that's, you know, this is so wrong. And somebody snitched. Somebody snitched. Yeah. So, um, oh, he needs his laptop charger. That's where he went. Okay. Uh, and his phone was dying. It's like, hey, plug your shit in, man. Dude, listen, this is my struggle every week with this guy. Um, I don't really care. Like, it's not contract tampering. Like, there's nothing stopping no. WWE from reaching out and being like, hey, when your contract ends, would Are you, you interested? like to come back over here like they're yeah. not getting them out of their contract they're not telling them like again then again i don't yeah. know I, I don't know what the conversation was but i'm assuming triple h is smart enough not to do something that's going to get him in more legal trouble than vince has already gotten them into what did i do <laughs> not you vince this time uh, okay. actually oh. vince oh. barely vince didn't charge man. anything before the stream <laughs> So I forgot I took my laptop to work the last couple of days and I hadn't I didn't get it charged. Usually I have my laptop char fully charged. And you had to go steal the cord from your vibrator for your laptop. So now that's going to be dead when we get off the stream. Yeah, did you get a quick comment while you were gone? No, no, no. I I heard what Matt said. He he's <laughs> he's a like what what's the word I'm looking for? He's pushing a narrative that isn't existing right now. I just forgot. We push head. a lot of narratives on there. Like, we're not a narrative podcast, but we push a lot of narratives. Uh, one of which is Vince likes to watch porn with guys that look like me. Uh, that and that came nice. from his girlfriend who has seen his porn history. So, mm, well, let me ask do you control your narrative? That's He's trying to control his narrative, but I'm running that bitch right now. No. <laughs> As on the show, on the podcast itself, probably not. That's probably a hard no. I was just shooting on that dumb organization that what was it Strowman and EC3 oh, yeah. and all of them started up, but yeah, fuck. Yeah, back to what you were saying the the news and notes. Even I think that's like a non-story, like you yeah. said. Like this isn't professional sports. There's nothing saying that you can't talk to like Triple H is friends with a lot of these guys now. You know, like developed legitimate bonds. Like I don't see any problem with it, and yeah, I think it's dumb. I agree, and I'm glad you mentioned that it's not professional sports because something I want to get out of the way before we continue out with news and rumors and get into the show. Um, I don't know if you saw in the chat, but Tim and I were having a discussion, uh, a little debate back and forth about whether pro wrestling and sports entertainment are the same thing. And I say it's not, and Tim says it is. So I'm just going to, for Tim and for everyone, explain kind of my side of uh, my thought on the process, which is essentially, as you said, it, it is not a professional sport. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, in, in my estimation, is most akin to a reality TV show, a scripted reality TV show, where it's like the challenge from MTV. It is actual athletics and fighting, but 
The outcomes are scripted. People are put in positions to make you want to cheer for them, make you want to see them win, so on and so forth. It's it's scripted reality TV. Sports entertainment is a drama that has wrestling in it, but it is not about the competition. New Japan is about the competition. It is about the championships and, you know, forming alliances and all of these things to get to the top to win, you know, climaxes and belts and all of these different things that they want to win. Best of the super dupers, whatever you're doing. (laughs) That is what it is. It is a scripted, like I said, it's scripted reality television uh, with, you know, the outcomes predetermined. WWE, they make a TV show. They make a drama that just happens to have wrestling. People are getting run over. You're pulling guns on people. You're breaking into people's houses and beating up their parents or walking on their couches with your shoes on. All of this stuff that then eventually leads to something happening in the ring. I guarantee you at New Japan Pro Wrestling, no one is coming out on a tractor and picking the ring up and flipping a man out of the ring or dumping him out of a bucket from a tractor like these things are not going to happen and that is the that is in my opinion the difference between sports entertainment and wrestling wrestling is reality tv sports entertainment is a drama about wrestling well i I guess one could argue that if that's your like your definition of sports entertainment then wwe has always been sports entertainment they just never dubbed themselves as such. Yeah, they did. I they, mean, Vince dubbed it sports entertainment. Uh, up until time. that point. So like yeah. Attitude Era, that that you're describing the Attitude Era too. You're describing like like yeah. the new generation, golden era. That that's all WWE. That's just WWE wrestling, period. So I, I see what you're trying to say, but I can also see an argument to it's like it's still just pro wrestling. It's just it's a different way of presenting it and telling it it's a they're the b way of presenting pro wrestling now i'm glad tim asked this because this was part two of this so nxt black and gold and AEW. uh triple h's nxt black and gold found the perfect mix of both wrestling and sports entertainment he found the secret sauce that made both things work very 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 well the issue with black and gold was It had the stigma of being a WWE product, so that turned off a lot of fans who had already turned against WWE, as well as the stigma of being a developmental brand. So people were like, why am I going to go watch developmental stuff that isn't going to matter when I go tune into Raw or SmackDown, which Vince made very clear was the case. Like, yeah, you can go watch this and get invested, but when they come up, they're mine, and I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want with them, which is why NXT Black and Gold, in Vince's eyes, failed, and he made the changes he made. AEW is trying to do that as well. They're trying to take the wrestling and sprinkle in the sports entertainment. Tony, in his Coke-fueled frenzy, just can't find the right mix. So every week, he's like, all right, so I'm going to throw in more sports entertainment, and Jungle Boy is going to try and run over Christian with the car, and there's going to be a luchador dinosaur who's crushing people and all this stuff. He's like, shit, that didn't work. All right, so Daniel Garcia versus Daniel Bryan. For an hour on TV, we'll give him that. And like he's just throwing in, but he's like shaking the fucking sprinklers, and it's too much of everything. He can't find the right mix, so it's not fucking working. That sounds right. That's a good point. Right? Yeah, I agree. I mostly agree with you, though. Like I think New Japan, AEW trying to like 
you're leading with the wrestling and then mm-hmm. there is some ancillary drama whereas wwe leads with the drama and then the wrestling is kind of ancillary like i go to new japan you don't see anyone cut promos in the ring uh, except the winner of the main event is typically the only person that talks you don't see backstage promos it's just match boom True. match boom True. match boom and frankly that's what i love right now like I love the wrestling and over the past few years, I've grown to truly love the wrestling and the art of the wrestling and when a long long-term story does work and new Japan does it better than anyone. Like I fucking sit in my bed at 10 AM on a Sunday crying, watching like a culmination of Naito beating Okada in the Tokyo dome after six years. Cause it meant something. It made me feel, but there's still that drama, but it's all based on the wrestling. Correct. Yeah. Whereas WWE is the drama featuring the wrestling, not based on the wrestling. Yes. The drama builds to the wrestling. The wrestling is almost like the climax, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But it's not what you're you're not going to the dance for that. And that's what I love. See, I'm in it for the drama. I want sure. to see people break into people's houses and fuck each other's wives and <laughs> beat up each other's dads. Fuck, fuck and, dead bodies. And, yeah, and <laughs> chop off people. Try to chop, chop off wrestlers. Me, chop me. Yep, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm in it for. And then Matt I likes have, the stories leading up to the and, actual porn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Black and Gold yeah. helped me. Black and Gold helped me appreciate the wrestling as well because they had fantastic Black wrestling and Gold mixed was in with that so stuff. Fucking good, man. Man, mm-hmm. I miss it. Like so right. when I, I stopped watching WWE main roster weekly, like it's after SummerSlam 18, you know, I would still dabble, but I did not stop watching black and gold. Like I was a person I stuck with it because I loved it. And it was mostly wrestling based. And like you said, he did have a great mix and it was so good. And like I think AEW, like in the first year, did that very well. And then it's gotten a little fucky since then this coming yeah. from a huge aew fan and granted tim and i talked today 30 minutes shitting on aew so it's like <laughs> anyone who's gonna give us shit for being marks like right we still will call out what sucks and i told him like with all like g1 just finished stardom's having a tournament noah's having a tournament a lot of shit to watch but i'm like excited to watch wwe for the first time in a long time exactly and like what i've been hearing and seeing has all been great and it's like i know i'm gonna love this and this is what i've been waiting for so yeah i'm pretty fired up to get back into it well let's get into it but first uh, i'll bang out the rest of news and rumors uh brandy rhodes was reported at the pc and wasn't just visiting apparently she was getting ready to possibly do some stuff. Uh, a lot of people are. Listen, don't give her a mic, but I no. enjoy looking at Brandy Rhodes on TV. Like, well, I'm not going to yeah. be mad if she shows up on TV. Like, yeah. if she's in the Maurice role, cool. If she actually wants to train and learn how to wrestle and get on the level of some of the women on the main roster, also cool. Like, let her go out and do that. Like, she is she a great heel and she draws heat. So. But yeah, keep the mic out of her hand. By yeah. God, I don't. Did you watch any of that Roads to the Top shit? I, I watched, watched one episode. So I, I a couple t- episodes. Like she was just repulsive on that. Like it made me dislike her that much more. And I wasn't ever like anti Brandy, but that kind of made me anti Brandy. I don't know. It was just something about her. I also like looking at her, so I checked out a shot of Same. Brandy that she had on YouTube. So well, I mean, that was yeah, actually yeah. kind of fun. Remember when she was Eden Styles and WWE's mm-hmm. the ring announcer was like, 
fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That makes yeah. me feel old. I know. <laughs> that makes me feel old. But that's when she was pure and yeah, wholesome. Yeah. So Unseen. Cody corrupted her <laughs> with his neck tattoo. Um Chris Statlander unfortunately injured. I think we talked about it. Uh looks like it is a knee injury. Yeah. Um, six to eight months, I think. Yeah, so that Brutal. sucks because she was on that push for uh main roster t- or uh, main event and she championship. Been, she'd been killing it too. Like they finally were presenting her as a beast, a bad mm. bitch that could throw people around, and it's a shame because that women's division, the talent mm-hmm. is there, but the booking hasn't been there. And I thought what they'd been doing with all that and Stokely had been pretty good. It's always inconsistent. But I was excited for her rise and kind of thought she was going to turn heel, which I thought would have been perfect. But it's a shame because she was just out for like eight to ten months. So, yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, she was supposed to get the title shot at All Out, as Bakley said in the chat. And then Katie torn ACL lateral meniscus. Uh, so she Tegan knocked herself. Poor girl. Um, last but not least, uh, NXT UK, which we will be talking about on this show. Um spoiled their own tournament on Wednesday and then it was announced that NXT Europe is coming <coughs> which means that is the death essentially of NXT UK. We know that because 75% of the roster got released. Yeah. Like Mark Andrews, what uh Flash Morgan Webster, Zaya Brookside, Primate, all these guys, Eddie Dennis, uh all of these. Did you say Flash Morgan Webster? Yeah. Yes, yeah. I did. Okay. I, I said five people, and that was one of them. I think it was the second. Yes. <laughs> uh, Danny Luna, the entirety of that faction, all of these people got released. So, more than likely, the hope <laughs> is because NXT UK has essentially already been NXT Europe. Like, mm-hmm. uh, Ilya Dragunov was from Russia. Walter was from Austria. Killer Kelly was from. Portugal, eight kids, there. Like, eight kids from like Spain, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Hopefully, it's a rebranding. And once it is rebranded and launched in 2023, we'll see a lot of these faces come back. I'd have to assume so because they pretty much pillaged all of the notable talent in Europe and brought them over anyway. Um, so yeah, Trent Seven got released as well, but Tyler Bate did not. And like I said, we'll get into that, but uh, yeah, no, so a lot of NXT UK releases, which is the first time in the list of releases. That we have seen NXT UK talent let go. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally they've been safe. So, shit. All right, let's do this, ladies and gentlemen. This is the part of the show where we spit or swallow the week in wrestling. And if you are in the chat, please feel free to post your spits and swallows along with us in the chat. We will get them up down there on the banner. Uh, Brett, spit or swallow? Swallow. I'm swallowing. I'm swallowing whole the G1 Climax final. I mean, I got to start it with some fan fiction. You <laughs> knew I had to. I'm wearing the fucking shirt. Like kind of how our relationship started over the chat, I think. But uh, for real, though, I thought the match between us. Os- well, so I'll step back. Their match at Wrestle Kingdom this year was my match of the year until this match, which is now my match of the year. And Tim and I talked about it today earlier as well. Like it was just one of those where they take you on a ride and those last five minutes, it's just, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Counter after counter after strike after insanity. 
out of breath, needed a cigarette. Like it was just incredible. And I had initially, I picked Osprey and Okada as the finalists before the tournament. I did pick Osprey to win, but <clears throat> understandably Okada, since Abushi got hurt last year during it and he could kind of get his legit win. Him versus Jay White is a ready-made feud. Okada just dropped the title to him. And what I loved, especially, I don't know, you guys probably didn't see it. At least Ritter, I'm sure, did it. But Osprey is a heel, but the crowd got behind him, and he played the underdog. And they haven't been able to make noise with their mouths, but by God, they were doing it this match so much. And Osprey's going to get his moment, and it's going to be pretty, pretty awesome. Like that's why you know New Japan with Naito with others, like they delay that gratification so much. And you know you hate it in the moment, but I know whenever Osprey beats Okada for the title, probably next year. It's going to mean that much more. But, yeah, Meltzer gave it five and three-quarter stars. I don't go above <laughs> five. I, I do term scale breakers. That's what – when he first went, like, six, we started calling that scale breakers. So, it's a scale breaker to me. But, yeah, five stars, match of the year. Fucking loved it. Swallow it whole. Ten loads. All right. Um. So, Cat's Coochie climaxed is what you're telling me. That's right. Okay, yeah, I was wondering what his name was going to be. Katsukuchi. It's Katsukuchi Ka Uganda. Okay, yeah, you've got them all. You've got a bunch yes. of them, don't you? So, uh, Osprey gets Osprey gets name because he's part of Great Okan's faction. Great Okan yep. is the greatest thing in New Japan. Yep. Uh, so, Katsukuchi <laughs> Climax. Good to know. Uh, I will note that. Yeah. Uh, Vince, Spitter Swallow. Uh, I'm going to go. You know what? I'm. <clears throat> I'm just gonna go straight into it. Oh boy! I'm uh, <laughs> as much as it's gonna be a better sweet, but I'm gonna swallow the street fight between Santos Escobar and Tony D'Angelo. They uh, they had multiple title matches, but this had the most stakes of it all. Uh, honestly, when you when you saw the entrances with Legato and Santos, they were like the most over act on the whole fucking night. From top to bottom, it was it was just the best match on the card for me, and probably the best match the entire week of wrestling. I just enjoyed it the most. Unfortunately, like I said, bittersweet. I'm spitting the fact that uh, Santos is gone from uh, from NXT, but uh, let me dive in a little bit more to it. I'm gonna spit the fact that they censored the fan chants because they're like, "Holy shit!" and they kept like censoring it. I thought that was stupid. Um, Closing moments of the match, specifically with like they both eyeballing the brass knucks and the crowbar into the finish. Thought the finish was fantastic. And my only qualms about the whole match is that at the end, I kind of wish they gave Legato and Santos a little bit more time to soak that all in before they cut to a cutaway between the women's tag champions and Indy Harwell. You know, I kind of wish they gave that just a, a few more seconds. Uh, um, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, but yeah, oh. the, yeah, that's that's my my first swallow of the week is uh, oh, the, if, match, the match. If you couldn't stuff. tell, I was getting pumped to talk about this. Um, <laughs> literally pumped. <clears throat> listen, <laughs> Santos a while ago wrote a check that his ass couldn't cash and did it again here on Wednesday. See, when you work for the Don. It doesn't matter if you're in the hospital. Fuck you. Pay me. 
If you lose a match, doesn't matter. Fuck you. Pay me. He had responsibilities. And when he could no longer fulfill his responsibilities, what did the Don have to do? He had to light a match and burn the joint down. And that is what he did to Legato Del Fantasma. Santos is gone. The Don is victorious. Cruz, Mm -hmm. Electra, uh, Wild, all now part of the family. The legacy of Legato is dead and finished at the hands of the one and only Don of NXT, Tony D. So I agree with you, Vince. I, I agree. It is a huge swallow. Can we can, we, can we like can we like take a second and acknowledge how over Legato as a act was? Because like they're coming out and they're chanting Legato, Legato, and it's just story wise. I I, I, I I get why things happen and whatever. It's it's whatever you know. Like I'm not a sore loser, you know. That I'm putting that out there right now, but I'm excited to see what happens with Santos. Um, I think at some point Legato will end up being called up with Santos and Tony D is going to have a different family because I don't think it'll be a long-term family like addition. But yeah, I, I don't know. I just wanted to just acknowledge how over Santos was as a baby face that match, how over the act was, how the entrance, every, everything. Fantastic. I'll Beautiful storytelling. I'll give Santos his due. Like, yeah, absolutely. I agree. Super over. I mean, the crowd loved when he was a cheap shot artist and attacked Tony before the match even started and still lost. Uh, they were all about the entrance. They, they absolutely loved it, and they loved him. And he was he is a fantastic wrestler. I'm not going to take anything away. He's no Don of NXT because he can't beat him, but fantastic fucking wrestler. So shout out to Santos. Hopefully we see him on the main roster. There are some good things to come for him up there. I didn't watch it because I don't currently watch nxt but i might now and santos that's interesting because when i watched he wasn't a baby face so i'm interested to see that reaction it, shout, shout out to king cuerno which is what his character was yes. on lucha underground because that's where i first knew him and he's, mm-hmm. he's the fucking man like cuervo like jose cuervo cuerno king cuerno he wore right. like fucking deer horns to the ring mm. he was tight horn you know, and he was masked. Mom, he was masked as well. I don't know why, because he's so beautiful. Well, he was masked when he first came to NXT too, and then he got rid of the mask yeah, and he yeah, did the yeah. whole thing. But uh, he wasn't really a baby face. He just kind of got really over with the crowd. He was but a it was... baby face by default, based yeah. on the story. But I, I like yeah, that. I disagree. Yeah, I like Tony that, was bro. clearly the baby face in that entire story, and that NXT <laughs> crowd was all fucked up. Um. My first swallow over on Monday Night Raw is going to be the Sexecutioner's promo. We got Rhea saying that she proved she was uh, the poppy of Sub Mysterio. Um, Finn saying the Mysterios have been sexecuted, and that's why they aren't here this week. Damien saying that Edge ain't here, and he's not scared Edge. Next week, Edge's career gets sexecuted in his hometown. Uh, Ray is here, shows up, cleans house, but won't hit Rhea because he doesn't have the balls. Listen, I need someone to hit Rhea Ripley. I need that injured gender wrestling. I need it to happen because there is only so many times she can stand in the way of progress before somebody punches her in the mouth or drop kicks her or something. If they're not going to bring in Aaliyah to fight Rhea, Rhea 
Rhea can handle her own against men. I have no mm-hmm. doubt about that. For sure. Rhea can do this shit. So give me Rhea Ripley versus Rey Mysterio. Rhea Ripley versus whoever they're feuding with. Let her get involved in the men's division. Let her compete with the men. I will, I would... I will spit the fact that they, cock, they keep cock-teasing us, Rhea, with one of, one of the Mysterios in the match. This week it was Rey. And it's like they keep doing that. And I will say I'm spitting that because I don't appreciate the cock tease. Um, maybe we'll get it against Sub Mysterio. Like, maybe with Triple H, where you will get some intergender. God, I hope so. I would like as I love Rhea Ripley. Like she's awesome, and I've enjoyed from afar watching her torment Sub Mysterio as uh, <laughs> I'm picking up. Um. But yeah, I think that would be awesome to see. And you're right, she could def. I mean, she would destroy Rey Mysterio like in a real fight. <laughs> like she's a fucking tank, dude. Um, yeah, I love it. Well, he's definitely not a dom. He's been getting that ass whooped every week. No. So Young Kings Wrestling uh, gifted us the term Sub Mysterio because yes. he is not. He's not a dom. Uh, like Brett, spit or swallow. I guess I'll spit this time because I'm going to probably be swallowing a lot. I'm going to spit the fact that I guess it all out. We're going to see FTR and Wardlow against Jay Lethal, Sanjay Butt, and Satnam Singh. We got the hottest act in the company who's been ranked number one for five months, holding three championships that they're not really doing anything with. And a guy who was one of the hottest acts in the company two months ago against these three clowns, who I like. Don't get me wrong. I like what Sanjay, Jay Lethal, and them are doing. It's good. But not with these three. And FTR was not on the last pay-per-view. I was just, like, shocked to hear, like, that's what we're doing now? Um, So, yeah, spit all over that shit. I'm with you there, Brett. Because it's like... Ever since, like, I was excited that Swerve and Our Glory got the tag titles. However, they haven't. They've been regular relegated to like Rampage. They've yeah, been re- like like Rampage been, only. Yeah, exactly. Like right now, they're gonna have a match. They well, they already happened. I guess yeah, Private Party right against Private Party. They're the fifth ranked tag team, and this just goes to to show that the fact that the, the, the rankings system, are stupid. They don't mean shit. You know. Okay, forget about FTR. Why isn't why isn't the acclaim in that conversation as well? Because sure. they're probably the most hottest or over acts in AEW right now. One of, if not the of, they're the, they're the main reason I tune into AEW. <laughs> like I'm not even gonna lie, that's the only reason. Okay, that's it, it's interesting. So I did not like the acclaimed initially. I liked I liked Bowens a lot, but like yeah. Caster's raps just took a while to grow on me and. We used to always just call him rapper Russell Wilson because he just looks a lot like Russell Wilson. Uh, but, yeah, they are now over. I was at Dynamite a few weeks ago whenever the dumpster match was, mm-hmm. and the crowd was eating it up. Like, And the ass boys, too. Got to give them a lot of credit. Like, Those guys were there every week when they were in the pandemic and they'd just have the wrestlers out there. Like, They were front row clowning, like being a part of the show, paying their dues. Now they're getting television time, and they've earned it. They deserve it, and they just fucking squash the Varsity Blondes in 30 seconds, and they turn on their dad, and I love it. 
not to go on a side track about the ass boys there, but yeah, I dig well, it. Well, no, Vince brought it up, so we'll talk about it because uh, yeah. a I'm 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 spitting word low and all the stuff that you talked about, and then I'm also mm-hmm. swallowing uh, the Gun Club destroying the Varsity Blondes yeah. in seconds, and then turning on Bipolar Billy, who has gone <laughs> back and forth yeah. between. <laughs> I love my kids and yeah. you guys suck and I love you. And they like, they got sick of the shit. So they joined up with her. Now my kids. Exactly. They joined up with Stokely. They whooped their dad's ass. The acclaim come out, make the save as the title of the show for this week is we get a scissor party. Daddy ass gets scissored hard in the middle of the ring. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I'm all, I was all for that. So, yeah. Yeah, that's that was that was one of my swallows I had as well. Like the whole hashtag scissor party, uh, I fucking love it, man. Like Billy Gunn has more chemistry with the acclaimed than his he has with his own sons. For sure, I think, just, I think it's gonna like, be so much fun to to see. Yeah, I can't I can't wait. I I, I like it, and I honestly I just miss Bowen's just saying scissor me, daddy ass. <laughs> it's it's like the highlight of my week. And it was One of the fun. Of my it was fun when they were all together and like they'd have the ass boys like fuck up and say the wrong city. And oh, no one so would good. do it right. Like that was all as Vin- that was such good shit. Good uh, shit. But yeah, hey, you're right. The acclaimed are hot as fire right now, and I don't know if they've ever had a pay per view match. Let's change that. Not off the top of my head, but I'm down. Other than maybe yeah. like a battle royal or something like that, but. I'm also not a fan of the fact that they're pretending that the pinnacle exists when MJF was the pinnacle. And like, yeah. They're like, oh, we're the pinnacle, but our, the guy who created the fashion I, isn't here. Like, I got a small kick out of it, but yeah, I agree. Like, it at least reminded us that, hey, these three were together once upon a time. I forgot okay. that was the That's case. So, until like, I think that it was at least that. Because I'm yeah. a huge fan myself. Like, I'd kind of forgotten it. So I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, the pinnacle, that happened. But yeah. Uh, Vince, would you like that to be your swallow, or do you want to give me another one? Uh, no, let me circle on back to good old NXT because we're talking. All right, about Vince, hot. spit or swallow. I am gonna swallow the entire sec. Uh, the entire uh, actually, yeah, I'm going back to raw. The entire segment between Kevin Owens and Drew McIntyre. Ooh. I love. Drew coming out and saying that he carried the load of 20 men, uh, which was originally going to be the title of the, uh, the episode. Kevin Owens coming out with that energy, talking about he wants to be the prize fighter, their battle back and forth, the match itself, everything Drew and and KO. Fucking fantastic. Loved it. I agree. Uh Drew basically says he like kind of like how Randy Orton threw his back out for carrying that piece of trash Matt Riddle. Drew threw his back out for carrying the load of 20 men. Um <laughs> KO gave us a Owen Hart quote, enough is enough and it's time for a change. Love it. Got to love, love that. It. Um he's, he's not a nugget. Fire. He is not a nugget. He is not a nugget. <laughs> he's a black heart, damn it. Damn it. Soul survivor. Woo! Uh, and he says he's coming for all the belts and he doesn't care who the champ is, which will lead into something that we talk about when we get to SmackDown. But uh, also Drew just like snapping because he got sick of carrying cross saying, oh, you're the uh, the chosen one. He's like, I was the chosen one 20 fucking years ago and got fired. Damn it. Came back and I'm better than ever. Like both of them just <laughs> yes. giving like that whole promo segment was fantastic. Still haven't seen it. 
definitely going to watch. Oh, I love both guys. I Kevin Owens is my favorite WWE wrestler. So again, I just haven't had the fucking time. Yeah, yet, no, I, I'm so I'm ready. I'm excited. I'm hearing great things. I I will say this, Brett. Like right now, the vibe that I'm getting from Raw feels like NXT Black and Gold, but if it was three hours sure. with main roster talent, that's that's yeah. the best way I can describe Raw. It's probably like. I, I, I did it. get to see some of, and I'll tell you the circumstances, the Walter, because I still refuse to call him Gunther, and Nakamura match, because I I freelance work Bengals games here. Pre, first preseason game was last week, working the press box, and the guy I sit next to is a big wrestling fan, and he had SmackDown up on his phone, which David Lynch would not like us to watch it on our fucking, <laughs> on our fucking telephone. But I got to see a good chunk of that, and it was awesome. It's everything I want in wrestling, and I love both of those guys. So, again, I'm excited. I I, I need to talk to Bishop because I feel like he and I can maybe have an olive branch over all this. So I still have no idea who the fuck Bishop is. Um, <laughs> I've heard he makes, terrible, he, he makes no. terrible wrestling takes. Yeah, something like that. Uh, I'm swallowing a... So there was a brawl between Theory and Dolph after some of their bullshit. But if you paid really close attention, there was a door behind them and there was a hand in the door. Now, I'm going to assume it was Dexter Loomis, which is the other part of my swallow is swallowing Loomis, jumping the barricade during the first ever AJ Lashley match and the match of itself. But just having Dexter Loomis back because I fucking love Dexter Loomis. But what I do love is one of my favorite parts of when The Fiend was around and the pandemic, post-pandemic era was the little Easter eggs that would happen in the back that you paid really nope. close attention to where you'd see the puppets and know that Bray was in the building, stuff like that. And this hand poking out of the doorway gave me a little hope that maybe, because it had a glove on, it was probably Dexter, but maybe it was Bray. Maybe they're doing background small, because like, now I'm like focused in. Now I'm looking like, is there a puppet somewhere? Is there a mask? Who Ever since hand? last week, like now they fucking got me. So now I'm Hell checking because yeah. I would love for the fiend to come back. I love me some Bray Wyatt. There have been a lot of talks and rumors. And listen, dirt sheets. If any of you are listening to this and you hear that he is coming back, do not fucking report it because I want to be genuinely surprised. <laughs> I do not want to hear people fucking talking about it. I do not want to spoil. I just want him to show up on Raw and feel like a child again. Yeah. And also, as Jesus said, with Dexter being back. Indy Hartwell getting the index message, the note, as we saw Blair Davenport show up on NXT. So mm. everything index, Dexter Loomis, and surprise Easter eggs in the background. Big swallow for me this week. I'm all yeah. for it for show. Um, okay, I'll go back swallow. to I'll go back to some swallowing. And this was exactly a week ago, but I watched it on Saturday. But impact emergence. Um I don't think Ritter watches. I don't know about you, Vince. Uh, I haven't watched Impact. Right. <laughs> so No, that's fine. I get it. Uh, I never really watched much of it until this year, and I've been hooked. And, yeah, the presentation is not good. Like, it's such a small like small building. It looks small. But, man, the wrestling has been awesome. I've been to two of their shows, like, not the pay-per-views, but like the Impact Plus special events. Mm -hmm. You're so close. Like I was starting all the cheers. It was I was awesome. This close to going to the Impact show that was going to be here in Chicago. Oh yeah, that was the one. Like that was Emergence, the one I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah, I was like this close to going. 
Yeah. But it's so fun, man. I went to one in Louisville in March, and then mm-hmm. there was one up here in Newport, Kentucky, Cincinnati in May. Right. And they were both so much fun. Because oh, again, sure. it's so small. It's like I'm a huge Jay White fan. It's like he's 10 feet from me. Tomohiro Ishii, I'm sure you got a name for him. One <laughs> of my Ichi. one of my five favorite wrestlers in the world. Got to see him main event against Josh Alexander. Fucking awesome. But I digress. Impact for me has been killing it this year. I've never really cared about him until this yes. year, but it's really good wrestling and even the drama. Like a lot of their backstage shit is almost shot like Lucha Underground at times. Like it almost feels a little like movie ish at times. Right. Not like the interviews, but like the shit with Decay and other stuff. But yeah, I'll swallow Impact whole this year. Love Josh Alexander. He and Alex Shelley had an awesome match. Bandito and Ray Horace. I'll swallow Mike Bailey all day, every day. But yeah, Impact. Killing it, baby. Yeah, I keep hearing great things from Impact, especially when Powerbomb Jutsu comes onto the show and they talk about Impact. Yeah, they're um, killing it. Yeah. No, I mean, I hear nothing but good things. Uh, where do they even show their, their what, I don't even Access know. TV. Access TV. Yeah. And if or I Impact don't... Plus. Yeah. My buddy got him, like, I share subscriptions with so many uh... people. So he got Impact Plus and I've been, and they put them up like right away after it happened. Well, okay, so. interesting. So they don't stream on Twitch anymore. No, no. no. <laughs> um, I have to do this because you said his name. So uh, every time Tommy Hero Itchy is mentioned, I go the Itchy and Scratchy Show. <laughs> uh, so now I've done that, and now there we, can we move go. On. There we go. Um, Vince Spitter Swallow. Spitter Swallow. I'm gonna go. And go back to Heatway, like I said, I was going to. I'm gonna swallow the match of Giovanni Vinci and Carmelo Hayes, but I'm spitting the results. Mm. Uh, the match was fantastic, I thought it was a great way to open up Heat Wave. I love Giovanni Vinci, he's my favorite Italian, uh, in pro wrestling right now, the only like good Italian in pro wrestling right now. Um, unless you th- unless Nunzio comes out of retirement, then oh, Nunzio by my FBI one. baby. We'll put it, let it. I agree. That was a fantastic <laughs> match. Uh, there's no point in having Carmelo Hayes lose at this point, though. Vinci is still kind of rebuilding his character and everything like that. He's going to be on the come up. He'll get there. Hayes is on fire, and he's putting on banger matches. So I agree with you, Vince, on everything but the. The slander that came there at the end that got you muted. Um, but uh, I'll let you finish your point as long as it doesn't denigrate I don't the know Don of NXT. I don't, I don't, uh, who is who's talk- clearly who's better than Santos Don? Escobar. Who are we talking Who's talking about the Don? I'm talking about Giovanni Vinci, the best Italian wrestler in all of pro wrestling right now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> if you didn't see it, it was a banger of a match. Um... I'm going to spit the Miz and Ciampa. I am not like, I understand why they're doing it, but I am not a fan of this pairing. My hope is, and I, I know I'm not the only one to have this thought, but my hope is that eventually Johnny Gargano comes back and gets Ciampa away from the Miz. They reform DIY. And then at some point, Sammy and KO take the belts off the Usos and we get DIY versus Sammy and KO. That is what I want to see. That is what I am hoping for, but uh, right now I'm spitting that pairing. It's it's not um, good for me, and 
Ali and Cedric Alexander losing to them. Like, well, to to follow that up, ironically enough, I'm actually swallowing uh, the pairing of Champa and Miz because. I am actually warming up to it when they were both like on the apron and they're both like clapping and like feeding it to each other. Why are you like I, this? I don't know why, but I start to like it. Champa wears neon green fantastically. It really brings out his beard and his eyes. He really, I'll give him that. He he really he, does. He's so, rocking the neon green. And I don't think we he would have ever worn neon green if it wasn't for the mispairing. Watching, also, watching real quick, watching yeah. SummerSlam, which again I hadn't seen WWE in a minute, and watching Champa come out with the Miz. One, I didn't know that was a thing, and I'm like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? But I'm like, two, goddamn, he looks good in that gear. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I concur. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a thing, a pairing that's going to last too long. I think it's just like a temporary pairing. But for the moment, I'm enjoying it for what it is. It's like one of those weird guilty pleasures that you're enjoying for some reason, even though other people may hate it. Uh, But also, never thought about it, even though it should have been. Ali and Cedric should be a tag team. They they dubbed themselves the heart and soul of 205 Live. Just call them heart and soul. Make them a tag team. Build up your tag team. So, are, are you gonna make Cedric the sole part of that? That's what they call themselves. Cedric You're referred so to racist. himself we as the soul. First D'Lo, now Ali. now Cedric's the soul because he's black. Vince, come on now. You're better than that. Unreal. You're better than that. It's what they said on 205 Live. Were you not watching? I was not watching 205 Live. You are correct. Most exciting one hour of wrestling. <laughs> There's a whole reason why 205 Live doesn't exist anymore. Well, yeah. to be fair, when I started podcasting, I had to, to recap the one hour of NXT and the one hour of 205 Live. So I was watching. That's true. Yeah. So uh, I think we're on Brett. Brett Spitter I think it's you, right? Well, no, because my whole thing was Champa Miz. Oh, and okay. I spit it. And okay. Vince is like, I want to swallow. Uh, um, okay, okay. The only thing I swallow about the Miz is Maurice. Like, the only reason oh, I'm okay with him being on my TV is Maurice. Yes. Yeah. Goodness, goodness gracious. Like, he's fantastic at what he does, and he's fine as a singles guy, but I am so tired of Miz TV <laughs> and now pairing Ciampa with him because Ciampa could be doing so much more and so much better without him. But, Brett, spit or swallow. I'm going to do a spit and swallow here. Uh, Back to AEW. I'm going to spit the fact that CM Punk threw Hangman under the bus when he wasn't there. Regardless of if this is a work or not, which I don't think it is, that was was bullshit. That had nothing to do with the show. You're here to promote your match with Moxley. That was weak. And if it's all because of something he said about Colt Cabana, it's even weaker. Go ahead. Well, I will say, Brett, <laughs> that I'm actually going to swallow the entirety of Philip Karen Punk's promo because I love the toxic energy. I love like the whole let me speak to your manager energy that he brought to the table. Uh, I just love drama. I just love the cheese man. I-, I love all this shit. I love everything blowing up on live television. This shit just felt like a clusterfuck. It so, felt like it shouldn't have been long. It made me feel uncomfortable watching it, but it just made me want to watch it that much more. I'm, I'm here for the fucking mess. I'm of swallowing. It all. I'm swallowing everything after the hangman reference. 
so that was my I spit on that, but I'm swallowing. Like I thought the exchanges between the two were fucking awesome. And it did feel like these guys really do hate each other. I yeah. don't know. I'm so turned off on punk right now. And that I'm so I was such a big punk guy. Yeah. Like, watching that Money in the Bank 2011 match live is like one of my favorite memories as a wrestling mm-hmm. fan. And like loved when he came back was mostly enjoying his matches but the hangman match when he had those two botches really like took me out of it and then yes he got hurt mm-hmm. we all want and need punk heel punk but i didn't like the hangman shit but yeah everything I, like and i'm a huge moxley guy he's i'm from cincy he's a cincy guy yeah he's the man i think the match is going to be amazing i hope that whatever happens next week is a some sort of fuck finish and they do it again. It has to happen at the pay-per-view unless it's, I guess, MJF, but even that. Either that or they say John Cena. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So here's where I'm at. I I feel like I'm one of the few people left that is still a CM Punk fan. The more people I hear and talk to and see they're like, I used to be a CM Punk fan. I used to be a CM Punk fan. I mean, I still am. I was just called him Phil Karen. Yeah. Vince. Also, I too am a slut for drama. I loved all of this. I don't care if it's real or not. My thing is, like, I know Tim was torn because Tim loves Mox and Punk's from Chicago and he didn't know where to go. I love messy drama. I'm a slut for drama just like Vince. And also everything that Punk said, Eddie Kingston is the third best Eddie I've ever been in the ring with. He's the second best Kingston I've ever shared a locker room with. Fantastic. Moxley, yeah. Moxley is the third best guy in his own group, and that's a reoccurring theme in his career. Fucking all of spicy. that was fantastic. Mox coming back and saying, You think you're the best wrestler here? You're not even the best wrestler in catering most of the time. Yeah, that was awesome. I'm the heart and soul. You can be the heart and soul. I'll be the dollars and cents, which is why I posted that picture of CM Punk yeah. laying on a pile of money. That should M&M be the new that thumbnail. That all over. That the cum covered. Yeah, make it the thumbnail, Vince. You've got it. Take it. Make it the thumbnail. One hundred percent. I loved all of this, um, and I don't care if people backstage really hate CM Punk. I don't care if he really is an asshole in real life. All I care about is that he's entertaining me on a weekly basis, and he absolutely is. Yep. I will. I will say this before we move on. I am completely okay with him throwing Hangman Page under the bus, even though he wasn't in attendance, because he has refused time and time again to not wrestle in chaps, which we all know are assless. And I want assless chaps, Hangman Adam Page. So for that, I am going to be canceling Hangman Adam Page until he consistently wrestles in a G-string or thong and, and, and chaps. I mean, I can't disagree with you. One That's what I want to right there. And then live up to the name Hangman. I want it to hang. When <laughs> we know he's the... he, we know he's hung. I don't Everyone know. I don't know. That. I'm starting to doubt it. I'm starting to doubt oh, it because he don't on. show it. He don't show it, man. Come on. Nobody that can walk out on national TV in butterfly jeans doesn't have a huge dick. I will tell you that yeah, right now. For sure. <laughs> Plain and simple. Uh, Vince, spit or swallow. I am going to go ahead and... Um... Let me circle back to Raw. Uh, let me just finish up Raw and just say I'm going to swallow the the Lashley versus Styles uh, U.S. Championship match, continuing to build up the prestige and the integrity of the U.S. Championship. I thought the match was fantastic. I thought it was great. 
right person won. They're really building up Lashley and that US title. So I'm swallowing that. Uh yeah. I mean it was it was a great match. It had Dexter Loomis, and anything you put Dexter Loomis in uh is automatically fantastic. I am very curious as to who he's stalking, who he's trying to fuck, who he wants to cuddle to death. Very interested in this whole storyline. I have to believe it's AJ because it keeps happening around AJ, but like you never know. So I, I, I need to know. But the match itself was fantastic, and it's <laughs> unbelievable that it was the first time yeah, we had ever said, seen. You said that earlier. Well, I was surprised because they were both in TNA together, right? At least for I, a period. I believe so. I know AJ went to New Japan in like 2014, but yeah, I was surprised about that as well. And again, I'll probably watch it at some point. Uh, I'll get caught up with the group with some uh, real quick minor spits and swallows to finish out Monday Night Raw. Um, I, first off, side note, we did have the first round of the women's tag team tournament. Alexa Bliss and Asuka defeated Dewdrop and Nikki, Bianca at ringside, and there was all stuff with Bailey and Kai Sky. Uh, I have made my thoughts on the pairing of Alexa Bliss and Asuka uh, very clear. Not a huge fan of that pairing. That doesn't make sense to me. Neither here nor there. It was a good match, and I'm excited for this tournament. Uh, we'll get into that. But I'm swallowing Ernie Jr., the father of both Elrod, Ezekiel, and Elias, threatening KO for what he did to Ezekiel as the whole family hung out in the hospital room with poor Ezekiel in the hospital bed. And I'm spitting the fact that Matt Riddle did not retire like he should have, like Seth told him he should have, like Seth expected him to and I did too. Uh, because listen, you don't have as, as Seth said, the Seth was spitting fire. You don't have many functioning brain cells left riddle. And the more you come out here, the more Seth is going to stomp those out. Eventually you're just going to be a vegetable. So retire now while you still have one or two functioning brain cells left <coughs> and maybe change your last name. That'd be fantastic too. <laughs> What if he start calling himself Matt again? I mean, there's lots of Matts out there. I don't give a fuck about that. There's Matt Hardy. There's save big money at Matt Menards. Like, there's plenty of Matts out there. Matt Morgan. Matt Jackson. Matt Morgan. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Um, we'll just fuck it. The rest of the show, we're just going to list all the Matts in Russia. <laughs> just, uh, just all the Matts we know. Period. Uh, Matt, Matt Hardy. Uh, Ring one. Matt. Yeah, we, got Matt, we got Matt Hardy, Matt Jackson, Matt Morgan. I think you Matt said Menard. Matt Menard, Matt Riddle, Matt Taven. Matt, Taven. Matt yeah. That's a good one. I'm Matt Taven. Matt Jackson. Uh, there's not that many Matts out there, is there? I think Prince Albert's real name is Matt. Matt Bloom. You're, you're right, yeah. Yep, yeah. Matt Bloom. Yeah, yeah Matt Bloom. Matt Bloom. Yeah. All right. Brett Spitter Swallow. <laughs> What the fuck are we doing? We could have gone on all night thinking of Matt's and it just been like, oh. This is more of a general one. I'm just going to swallow stardom. Uh, you knew I had to mention it at some point. It's the best promotion in the world. Uh, all women's wrestling in Japan. It's fucking amazing. They're in the midst of their five-star Grand Prix. Oh, Matt Raywalt. Great call by Bakley down there. Nice. Yeah, anyone else, if you got any Matt's, please chime in down below. In the uh, chat. Yeah, all the all your mats. Yeah, all them. It's a mat chat, baby. Um, but yeah, stardom killing it. I just can't recommend it anymore. Um, I'll give anyone my credentials if you want to watch it. 
Matt um, Hogan. Hazuki, Julia, Tam Nakano, Saya Kamatani, fucking Starlight Kid. I could go on and on and on. And You're on. just making shit up now. I know. I know. None I really, of that. None of that sounded real. It's just. It's all a comic book. You're just man. making oh, noises with yeah. your mouth. <laughs> yeah. I think so, you hiccuped. You were like, I'm gonna. Zuki. I will finish by saying this. <laughs> Matt Cardona. Matt Striker, oh, Matt Cardona. nice. Matt, yeah. <laughs> we stink. <laughs> yep. Well, they have time to think. Yeah, I know. Longer. And they might be Googling and shit. I'm about to Google. Uh, Justin How about Matt, just... Matt Bourne, who was the original Doink, right? Yep, Matt Bourne. Yep. Justin's just renaming people Matt. Matt the Hitman Hart. Yep, yep. <laughs> well, they'll, Matt they'll, Kind. They'll keep coming to us. Yeah. Uh, Vince, Spitter Swallow. Spit or swallow. I'm gonna swallow the fact that Julius Creed was out here calling my guy Roddy Strong for that bullshit that he was doing in that tank match a few weeks ago. Matt and, and Matt <laughs> <laughs> Judge Matt with Ring Matt. Okay. Uh but also Ring Matt. <laughs> that might be my favorite. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, we might have to change the title of the episode to to Scissor Me Matt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sergeant Matt, buddy Matt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vince, please get your swallow out. Uh, I believe you were saying you're swallowing the creeds, calling out strong. Finally, calling um, out Roddy on his bullshit and also. Oh, shit. Oh, the man. debut, <laughs> the metal. <laughs> uh, I am with you on that. I'm swallowing that as well, as well as the debut of Gallus leading towards what this whole show has been building towards, which is worlds collide. Uh, but one spit I do have, I'm spitting the creeds tucking their pants into their socks. Ooh, I was looking at that and it was bugging the shit out of me. That's they both no. did it. It's weird as fuck. You're on national TV. Why are you being weird? I want to sure. support you, but I cannot support people who tuck their pants into their socks. Yeah, it's pretty whack. Maybe they were, they saw snakes in the locker room and they were trying to avoid them. Stop. <laughs> uh, yeah, Gallus comes out, wrecks Diamond Mine, leaves Roddy Lang, and there's that also. There's a little layer of the fact that before Apollo's Creed's match with Roderick Strong last week, he had like a premonition. That showed all of Diamond Mine just like knocked out in the ring, hurting. And it was the exact same thing we saw after Gallus attacked, even with like a green hue over it. So apparently Apollo Creed is a psychic uh, or a fortune teller as well in NXT, which is very interesting to me that he's premeditating uh, attacks. Matt Cross. That's a good one. It was also what was his name in Lucha Underground? Fuck, I can't remember. I right don't now. give a fuck that it's a collegiate <laughs> wrestling thing. Son of Havoc, Bakley. It's was it, was it Son of Havoc? Son of Havoc. That's right. Yeah. Yes, sir. With Ivelisse. With Ivelisse. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. They were the first trios champ. Who was the third? Oh, Angelico. It was Angelico. I don't like that guy either. Because when um, he jumped off the roof of uh, Dario Cueto's office. Anyway, uh, my <laughs> first swallow is the fact that it was NXT Heat Wave, which is one of their homage shows. And this was their first homage to ECW. And you had Paul Heyman narrating the show 
for the NXT homage That's to awesome. ECW's Heat Wave, which was fan fucking tastic. I didn't know that. That's fucking sick. Yeah, so like they do Great American Bash, they do Halloween Havoc, they've done a bunch of WCW homages. Yeah, Heat Wave. That War is the game. first ECW one. Yep, War, War games. games. Yep. So this being the first ECW uh, homage special, and then Love oh, it. we got Paul Heyman here. Why not fucking let him narrate it? Oh, it was great. Hell yeah. Brett Spitter Back to swallow. me. I'm going to swallow, and this is something that Tim and I, I texted Tim after he and I recorded today. It's like, how the fuck did we not mention Kenny Omega coming back? And I don't care what you think about him. Oh, boy, here we go. He's a generational talent. He's my piss break match. Oh! Speaking of which, I do got to take a piss break. So, Jesus Christ, right on cue. I will say he's not near, like, in AEW, he's been nowhere near the level he was in New Japan. And I know I've heard people say, oh, I've heard to watch the Kenny New Japan shit, and it still didn't do it for me. You know what? Well, you're wrong. That's all I got to say. You're wrong. You do realize you're saying that directly to me. Yeah, I do. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Come, um, at, come at me. I am spitting Kenny Omega uh, returning. Clearly, and here's clearly. the thing. I want to – I'm going to give the guy a little credit because I saw a lot of people talking about how uh, bad he looked in the match, you know? And I'm like, well, he's fucking human. Like, he's not the yeah. wrestling god that everyone makes him out to be. And he shook he's, it off. He laughed it off, and he got yeah. past it, and it was great. Sorry. He is a fucking human, so he is allowed to make mistakes, He especially after all the time he's had off and recovering from injuries and all that. Absolutely fine. I just, I've never seen Kenny Omega as the mega wrestler that everyone else has seen him. I, I, I will say, in ring, I'd say he's on par with Seth Rollins and some of the other people that I think are great in ring wrestlers. I don't think he's a tier above. And the stuff that I really enjoy about wrestling, Kenny doesn't offer me. Fair. He put on great matches, he is not a great character. And he has not put on great matches since he's been in AEW. I wouldn't go that far, but Kenny Omega is the wrestling equivalent of the Popeye spicy chicken sandwich. It was well, that's fantastic, though. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's great. <laughs> so thank you. Because it was hot, but it was over. <laughs> it was over hyped, and then you have it, and it was like, yes, it's no, good. No, it but wasn't. it's not the best spicy chicken sandwich. Yes, yes it, it was. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It's not the best. Spicy What's a better sandwich. one? If you say spicy McChicken, I'm kicking you out. Yeah, of the fucking call. <laughs> for real. Spicy McChicken. No. There ain't shit like for fast food joints, you ain't getting a better one. So I will take that and swallow it whole because you just complimented Kenny Omega. <laughs> no, I'm gonna I have get... to make the Matt <laughs> chat part of the description because we're still going. Yeah, like, I love it. Done. And I love, yeah, Katie's now fired out a few like real names, which I love. Um, but no, Ritter, I'm glad you said it. Like, what you like in wrestling, he doesn't bring to you. But what I like in wrestling, he brings it in fucking spades. And there's been, so, like, some of his AEW heel shit. And with, granted, Dan Callis, we always called him Dan on our show. I'm not even going to say why. But he helped that, no doubt about it. That guy fucking rules. But... I think Kenny did some good character work, but I totally agree. Like that is not his bread and butter. And um, 
man, can just we... some of the shit from 2017 and 18 in New Japan he's done is just unbelievable. Can we can we give him shit for wrestling in a shirt like we gave Ric Flair for wrestling in a shirt? <laughs> that was a little interesting, but I'm wondering if it's something with like the compression of his shoulder. I don't know. It was odd. I don't understand what Mike Bailey has to do with this unless he's trying to change it <laughs> on the mics, but okay. Yeah. Now everything Mike that Bailey. has to do with ball cat, speedball, football, yeah. all balls. All now it went from the mat chat to the balls check. I didn't the see the, the Mike Bailey ball. until after you said <laughs> that's fucking funny. Um shit. Where were we? <laughs> we were sitting like Kenny Omega wearing his shirt. Oh, oh yeah. I swallowed you, Kenny. You swallow so, Kenny. I yeah. spit Kenny. I was spitting Kenny, you, too. Again, well, you you're, made a great, like, you're not spitting if you're calling him the Popeye spicy chicken, baby. That's Whoa. true. I have said that I like it's, an, it's, an, it's a good sandwich. I don't think it's the best spicy chicken sandwich. Read Say a better one. Um, <laughs> so, what I will say is, that is a big thing that I'm an advocate for. Like, here's the thing. I am never going to, like, I will sit here and say, me personally, I believe Matt Riddle is human garbage trash. I do not like him, his character, any of that. But I will never tell someone you're not allowed to like him yeah. because I don't like him. Because I that is the that. beautiful thing about wrestling is there is something like you have out there people, for everyone. And I most feel like people you have don't people. subscribe to that. Oh, no, I've told people they're not allowed to come on my show and say nice <laughs> things about him. But that's because this is my house. You don't show, disrespect yeah. me in my house. No, 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 no. You can say whatever what you want about What about wrestlers him. that like Matt Riddle? You disown them. No, I've disowned wrestlers who work with Matt Riddle because of the curse of Matt Riddle, which we have discussed <laughs> and is a real thing. There's a reason I haven't mentioned the guy's name. I'll just leave it as I, Listen, if you look at everyone in WWE that Matt Riddle has associated himself with, bad things have happened to each and every one of them. <laughs> Timothy Thatcher. The door. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Timothy Thatcher, fired. Keith Lee, released. Now he's in a tag team over in AEW. MSK, split up. Wesley's taken losses. The other dude, who knows Hitler where the fuck stash. he is. Hitler stash. <laughs> uh, Thatcher, like I said, fired. Randy Orton, broken back. Uh, Street Profits couldn't win a fucking match to save their lives, and now we're taking Ellis to Seth Rollins. Everyone that has hitched their wagon to Matt Riddle has had bad careers afterwards. The uh, curse of Riddle is real. I That's love not it. my fault. I love it. <clears throat> Pete Dunn is now Butch. Like, I'm not saying anything that isn't true here, ladies and gentlemen. There's a curse of Riddle. Oh, that might be the funniest thing tonight. <laughs> Just Vince, after the pause, the pause. Pete Dunn is Butch, for God's sakes. <laughs> and then I'm like, you're right, they were tag team champ. That match they had with fucking Undisputed Era, I think it was NXT Portland, was awesome. Oh by the way. That was oh really God. funny. <laughs> Vince, spit or swallow, please. <laughs> I feel like this is the second or third time in a row where it's my turn to spit or swallow, and Brett just brings something up and it cracks me. And again, it's all focus in all senses. Uh, let me that's swallow. Why I'm that's why I'm here, baby. Let me swallow Roxy versus Cora Jade. Love the gear by Aya Roxy. I uh, love the, the intensity. I thought the match was fantastic. Um, thought it was the right person. 
that should have won. I think Cora needed the win for sure. Uh, Roxy can go ahead and eventually get that dub at some point. We'll allow this feud to continue. But I am going to spit the fact that I think it's... I think it should still be a DQ if you put a weapon on the floor and then you purposely set up a move to hit your opponent on top of said weapon. Mm -hmm. That should be a DQ because that establishes intent of using said weapon. Now, if you want to say tossing them onto the announce table, okay, now you're blurring the lines a little bit, like the, like the floor, the ring, that, that's fine, but purposely placing the weapon in the wrestling ring somewhere there, and when this is not a D, no DQ match, and then you use said weapon, like a DDT, no, that's, that's a spit. That's a hard spit. I think that should be a DQ. I agree. If she had brought a chair in and DDT'd her on a chair, it would have been a DQ. Kendo stick is no different. Uh, the feud and match is great and fun. Cora getting the win makes sense. You got to build, you know, Roxy is that baby face. You don't want to just end it here. The match finish was bullshit. Um, I am going to spit the fact that Grayson Waller is getting a TV show. One of the best parts of Triple H's Monday Night Raw was the fact that we're not having a fucking TV show, talk show every week. And then Shawn Michaels is all like, well, if you're not going to do it, I'll do it. And I'll give it to the most annoying fucking person I have on my roster, Grayson fucking Waller. Shit. Yeah, what's, I had that as one of my spits to another talk show. What's, another it call, what's it called? Waller effect. The Waller effect. Yeah, the Waller effect. Nonsense. Stupid. Should be called balls to walls. Yep. Or from the windows to the walls. To the windows. Uh, Justin, just so you know, we're on balls now. We're done with mats. We're on <laughs> balls now. Balls Mahoney. Ball, exactly. See, we're on balls. That balls was the Mahoney. first. <laughs> Skull and eight ball. Matt Von Eric. I, th- I think he's just he's stuck in a time loop on Matt. He cannot escape it. Um, I, think he, I think he got lost in our last episode. Possibly. <laughs> Brett, spit or swallow? Uh, I'll swallow Daniel Garcia versus Daniel Bryan. Or <laughs> Daniel, but I haven't done that in a very long time. Sorry, do it. Do Jim it. Ross. I like um, to purposely do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. Uh, one, I swallow way more their previous match, even though I think this match was probably better. But so on our show, and Tim and I talked about it a lot today, like one of my biggest dislikes about AEW is the sheer lack of upsets. Like you rarely ever see like a lower mid-card guy beat a higher guy. Like it just doesn't happen often. We could count it on one hand. And Garcia beating Danielson a couple weeks ago, even with the assistance of Jake Hager, popped me big time because I did not expect it. So, you know, I assumed Danielson was going to win this match, and that's fine. But, man, Daniel Garcia is just fucking awesome. And, again, for what I like in wrestling, he's Mm -hmm. perfect. He is a pro, even though it's funny that he's a sports entertainer in Jericho's faction. I love it because he is the most pro wrestler, pro wrestler out there. The guy's 23. He is a fucking menace in the ring. Great submissions, counters. He can hang. He's got the facials. He's great at submissions. He's getting better on promos, and I know that's why they put him with Jericho. It's working. However, the post-match... 
where, yeah, he was kind of like showing some respect to Danielson and Jericho came out and they had that whole thing. Like, okay, I'm fine with it for right now. Um, I don't want Garcia to leave. I think he needs like Blackpool combat club. I fucking love, but they don't need him right now. He need, he and Wheeler need to be separate. They need to be kind of eternal rivals. Um, but yeah, there's really just kind of a big Daniel Garcia swallow. I'm with you. The match was fucking fantastic. Like I said, this is one of those things where it's that mix that Triple H found that Tony just can't keep consistent. Where you had great fucking wrestling, and then on the tail end, you had the drama. Because Jericho runs down, and he's like, you're not joining them. You're staying with me. And he attacks Daniel Bryanson, and then... Or Brian Danielson. Daniel Bryanson. Yes, Daniel Bryanson. Daniel Bryanson. I like it. Garcia's like, dude, what the fuck? Like, what, yeah. what, what's your problem? And then Jericho threatens Garcia backstage, and Ricky Steamboat shows oh, up, yeah. <laughs> puts Jericho in his place. Parker tries to get tough. Steamboat, like, chest punched him or heart yeah. punched him and dropped him. Reference because... their feud from 2009, WWE, mm-hmm. based on what Mickey Rourke's the wrestler. That's mm-hmm. like when I first got back into wrestling after like an eight year hiatus, was WrestleMania 25. So I still have fond memories of that time. And I'm and like Steamboat Jericho had that match that I think backlash and Steamboat could still fucking go at that point. It was awesome. But yeah, good to see good to see the dragon on the show last night. Yeah, he did his, ah! it was I like, like the, they have to have had at least more like than the five one point five point palm exploding heart technique. Well now that's the thing. Does Daniel Garcia slay the dragon that is Ricky the Dragon Steamboat because he's the Ooh. dragon slayer? I mean, I could see Steam Steamboat's got one in him. If Ric Flair's got five, apparently. Yeah. So <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. yeah. I would love to see it, I'll be honest. I mean, we still got the fucking Midnight Express out there wrestling and having decent Jesus. matches. Like, I, Steamboat could go out and have one match for ten minutes, for I sure. Uh, Vince, spit or swallow? I am gonna... You know, like you know, when it's your turn, you think you'd have something ready every time. I do have stuff ready, but then I'm trying to figure out, like, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and quick swallow. I'm gonna swallow super deep the super diva Quincy Elliott. I, like, I, I loved it. I loved it. What? What are you talking with the what? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Never mind. Sorry, I did not have that in my notes. I know what you're talking about now. He's so, been on NXT level up. Yes, I'm I did you. not know who that was until I was working the Bengals game last week, and my boy, who I watched SmackDown with, showed me him, and I'm like, I'm on board. Just seeing <laughs> one picture, I'm like, I love it. It's <laughs> yeah, but it's I've never classic. seen him. But yeah, <laughs> Ricky is a dragon and a steamboat. Garcia can play him. There you go, Steamboat Willie. Doot, doot. No, but yeah, I'm a I'm a swallow of the super the super diva Quincy Elliott. Uh, I was not expecting that promo. I thought it was pretty well delivered, and I'm I'm intrigued. I'm interested, so I'm all about it. So, just a quick a quick swallow there for that. I'm not gonna lie to you. When you said super diva Quincy Elliott, I thought you were talking about something that had nothing wrestling related to do because I didn't remember what his name was, <laughs> and I didn't put it down in my notes. So I'm like, what the fuck is he swallowing now? Like. Is this some basketball thing that he's just trying to bring into the show? No, no, I'm not with this you, time. Not this time. He's the, it's the demon offspring of Mabel. Um, oh my god, I'm gonna swallow Braun Breaker defeating Funko Pophead looking ass George Lopez 
child flashback head looking ass, as Katie said. Uh, and also then Tyler Bates showing up and pretty much with Gallus, which we talked about, and Blair Davenport, which we talked about, and now Tyler Bate at the end of the show, even though it was a spoiler for people who watch NXT UK, knowing that he won the tournament, um, the whole idea that we're getting another world's collide, we're going to see, you know, NXT US versus NXT UK, and the people that are didn't get fired being a part of this, and the future of what NXT UK Europe is going to be shaped by guys like Dragunov, and Tyler Bate and Mako Satamora and all of these people that are still have jobs with NXT UK. So I'm actually excited for a Worlds Collide pay-per-view. Yeah, uh, I actually wrote down before I heard about the words Worlds Collide pay-per-view and the releases. I was like, what a, I'm swallowing what appears to be the, the apparent fusion dance between NXT UK and NXT 2.0. I thought they were actually just fusing together. But yeah, I'm also swallowing Tyler Bate coming out after, uh, at the standing in the middle of the ring, holding up his UK championship, somehow he discovered time travel. So I think that's what it is. He discovered time travel and went back in time after he won the championship. So that's what happened. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, after after Super Diva Quincy Elliott, Tyler Bates just walked out, and that that's, that was the main events of NXT Heatwave. That's I don't remember anything any other match. Uh, we only had. Two title matches, I think it was. The last match was actually Mandy Rose versus Zoe Stark. So I don't know what you're talking about, man. No, that match happened. Uh, whether you want to acknowledge it or not, though, <laughs> I will say Mandy Rose versus Zoe Stark was a great match. We're probably going to get Mako versus Mandy, which with Mandy's run, I'm excited for. Um, however, with Tyler Bate, I need something. I need Tyler Bate to have a Butler manager who refers to him as Master Bates, <laughs> going or Master Bate going forward, and just constantly interrupts him like if he's talking to women um excuse me masturbate like i need that going forward is can, tyler bates british butler can the butler be named jeeves uh, the butler jeeves. can be named jeeves vince uh we are on brett for spitter swallow i will be right back go for it brett so i'm going to go back to new japan and i would hopefully matt comes back because i want to hear his name for tetsuya naito because i'm sure he's got one ah he does but i'm gonna swallow the g1 semi-final that was tetsuya naito versus will osprey which as a new japan fan that was like that's like the one like big fresh matchup that had never happened yet and we got to see it and it lived up to the hype it was awesome 20 minutes frenetic pace they had great chemistry like the two characters meshed very well um yeah titty sewer nato (laughs) that seems about right (laughs) um but no it was an awesome match had never seen it before uh, they'd kind of been building up like Naito, like commentary the whole tournament was right. like kind of building it up that Naito was going to win and get his moment. And so it was kind of a shock to see Osprey win, um, but I loved it. And um, I've just been like kind of trying to, because I didn't write anything down here or prepare. No, so I'm you. just like racking the brain and that's my <laughs> swallow here. And yeah, now we got Titty Sewer, Night- Titty Sewer Nato. Yeah, so I got my answer. We don't need Matt. <laughs> we might not need him. Actually. Excuse oh, me. There he is, <clears throat> Titty Titty Sue. I, I was wondering what your name for Tetsuya Naito is because I swallowed his match with Will Osprey. Who is Will Osprey? 
Titty Supernado, Katie Nelson. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but that was when I started. I'm like, I hope he comes back because I need that name. And Katie just yeah, yeah. No, it's so. okay. Katie came in clutch with the answers. Yeah, quick. Love it. <laughs> I feel like Katie wrote them all down and has them ready to go. How many are there? That you have for sure. Uh, I don't have a list. And sometimes, like, when we did Cat's Coochie earlier, I couldn't remember Uganda's first name, so I had to Google it. <laughs> and then once I looked at what his name was, I was like, okay, Cat's Coochie. Cat's Coochie Uganda. Uh, there is um, Harry Yoshi. Um, I know you've said Tamagotchi. a number yeah. of them on the, the league chat. Yeah. Always, Harry Yoshi, Tamagotchi, Titi Tornado. Um, yeah, no, there's a shit ton. Oh, uh, Herky Jerky Goto or Gato, Herky Jerky Gato, one of my favorites. Yeah, oh, classic. Yeah. Oh my god, and there's also like Take Some Kashi. Um, yeah, I would love to see a list. I will, I will get uh, Coda's, pr- Coda's yeah. Bushy. <laughs> yep, I will make a list. Uh, I'll, I will go through with Katie. Help her remind me. I will make you a list and I will send it out. I love it. I love it. Oh my god! Put it in a t-shirt. Coda's bushy. Coda's bushy. Uh, Vince, spit or swallow. Oh my uh, god! Let me swallow Roman and Sami Zayn being on the casting couch together and just having fantastic chemistry. Because I fucking loved it. Like him, just like it's like yeah, you know, like I've been having issues with Jay. He's been very hostile. And then Roman just kind of like gaslighting his ass. He's like, yeah, thank you. Thank you. You get it. And letting him answer his phone and stuff. I, fucking chemistry is fantastic. Same and all of Jeff. this just to get him to pass a message to KO. Like, hey, you and KO are still friends, right? <laughs> Can you tell him I don't owe him shit? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, we're still good friends. We haven't talked in a while. But yeah, I, I can tell him that you don't owe him shit. Like, all of that bonding, like Sammy finally getting his moment. And then all of that just for him to be it like, I just, I, I need you to pass a note to your Canadian friend in class. Like, that's why you're here. Um, uh, but I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. And then he took a bullet for for Roman at the end of SmackDown. Not just that, but he also had a banger of a five way match. Um, mm. Canada supporting the shit out of Sami Zayn during that match. Him getting hurt and coming back out. And Sheamus getting the win, so we're getting Sheamus versus Gunther for the. I'm IC fired title. up for that. You better believe. Oh. Yeah. When They're is gonna, that match? That is going to be Clash of the Castle. Okay. Yes. Uh, that'll. When is that again? The third? next week Saturday. Yeah, or two weeks. Then yeah. two weeks Saturday, September third. So 3rd. what? T- what time of day will that be? Given probably in the morning. Okay. Which is going to suck because my daughter's birthday is the next day, so mm. I'll be setting up for her birthday the next day and doing running around so i probably won't catch it till later yeah. on replay. i'm definitely but, gonna watch that show for sure and maybe probably not live but yeah i'll definitely watch it oh yeah it's gotta be good yeah uh to finish off dynamite i am spitting the fact that i have to swallow the fact that they have one women's match a week and it doesn't matter how good or bad the women's match is, I just have to swallow because at least they got the women on TV and it annoys the fuck out of me. So I'm spitting the fact that we relegate TV time to one women's match. Now it was two because we had one on Rampage and one on Dynamite, but that's all the time the women had. 
in an entire two-hour show. Where are your champions? Me nuts. Where are your champions? Jade was on Rampage, where apparently now that's where they put all the black people. Like Thunder Rosa. <laughs> Private Party was there. Keith Lee and Swerve was there. The Black Ref was there. Jade was there. Athena was there. Kira Hogan was there. I thought that's what they were going to do with Ring of Honor, but apparently they're like, no, we'll just put them all on Rampage. Oh, that's funny. Fucking shit. Tony. Jesus Christ. He's as bad as you, Vince. Cocaine what did is I a, do? Cocaine's a hell of a cocaine's a hell of a drug, man. Clearly. Heart and soul and D'Lo Brown slander. Well, that's what the fuck you did. Okay, man, bro. Like you're dude, talking about the good. real deal now. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my god. Do you not like D'Lo Brown? No, I I do. I just we were on the show together, and. It was a debate show, and I said that D'Lo Brown never strike me as world heavyweight title material. I never saw him as like end the world in the heavy in the main title picture. I saw which I then took, which I then took and ran with that Vince is racist because D'Lo's from Chicago, and we we talked about like indie championships in Chicago and all of these things, and then we just pushed the narrative that Vince was racist. I love it. And I was going to say that's a pretty pretty fair comment. And I, I like D, I like D'Lo, but yeah. Thank you. Thank Best you, frog buddy. splash in the business, baby. Oh, D'Lo Brown, low down. Especially with that vest on. Listen, nobody reaches back and grabs their nuts like D'Lo does before the frog splash. <laughs> Love it. Oh my god. I'll. Stick, no one gets that. D'Lo does. I'll stick with the AEW women's division. And I'm going to spit the fact that we're getting Tony Storm versus Thunder Rosa again on the pay-per-view. Love both women, but we just saw it at Forbidden Door. Fine match. It was all right. You know, whatever. They've been doing this Thunderstorm bullshit, which, fine, name sucks, but they're a good team. Fun to watch. I loved the match against uh, Britt and Jamie Hayter. That was the dynamite I was at. Might have been match of the night. But... Britt Baker should be in this match. It should be a triple threat, if only just to switch it up and not have the same match two pay-per-views in a row. And they didn't build any story with this. All they did was have them tag team together. And Thunder, you said, where's the champions? Thunder Rosa was just watching TV with her belt and her dumb hat. Um, and I'm, I like Thunder. I love Thunder Rosa. This championship reign has been dog shit. I don't think it's her fault. You know, maybe no, some of it. No, whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, the match with uh, Miyu Yamashita was all right. Their match in Japan was a lot better, and I was just expecting and hoping for more. because the match between Miyu and who? Uh, Shita. Amashita. Miyu and Amashita. What That's about mashed it. potatoes? I like them with gravy. Okay. <laughs> Me, you, and mashed potatoes. That sounds like a good time. It really does. Um, that should be the name of the title. Me, you, and mashed potatoes. Me, you, Matt, and mashed potatoes. Me, you, Matt. <laughs> me, you, and Matt potatoes. Yeah, I was just fucking sick. What, I was thinking earlier when we're talking about matches, what about Matt shit? So it's M-A-T-T-C-H-E-S. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I, I, then Brit has been, like like, adjacent to this whole thing. And I'm not like the world's biggest Britt Baker fan, but she's probably the biggest star they have, and I still think she's pretty good. Why not have the fucking triple threat? I just don't get it. Like, whatever. 
Spit. Well, because Statlander Tegan Knox yourself, and Tegan Knox can't get a passport or a visa to wrestle <laughs> in America. So, like, um, Vince, better swallow. Uh, I'm just swallow the fact that we've come up with like about five or six different tests for the episode. Look at Bakley down there. Yeah. yeah. Did you say swallow that? I'm a swallow that. Okay. Hell I'm yeah. a swallow our creativity. I agree. Show. But in more real, um, more seriousness. Because we talked about it briefly, I'm gonna swallow that heck of a fatal five way match for the Intercontinental Championship number one contenders. Uh, Sammy, fantastic. Sheamus won. Uh, Baron Corbin was there in casual clothing. Mad Cat Moss <laughs> still looks like he wrestles in pain. Why did that sound underwear? like it turned you on? The way you said Baron Corbin was there and still there in casual, casual clothing. Because. <laughs> I'm trying to understand Happy Corbin now. It's like, what? what is he now? Like Casual clothing. Casual clothing. Well, I mean, if if that's one thing, like, can we talk about how how, um, fucking um, why am I drawing a blank in his name on commentary? Um, Pat help McAfee? me out here. Pat McAfee. Yeah, he's like, he kept calling him shirtless Corbin. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a thing. Maybe maybe uh, Baron Corbin is a handsome man. He attracts other men. Maybe that's why he's wearing the casual wear. Casual uh, clothing. On that. Casual uh, clothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm say it Ron- seductively, very soothing. I'm gonna spit the Ronda segment. Her getting that arrested. That whole same. thing fell flat for me. Same. What were you gonna say, Brett? I was gonna say casual clothing could be another episode title. <laughs> With CM Punk laying on his back in a pile yeah. of money with an M&M covered in semen. Yeah. 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 Episode 257, Casual Clothing. Casual Matt. We should just call it episode 257, yeah. Who Needs a Fucking Title? Or just um, or just Matt. You know, the Ronda Rousey segment really fell flat for oh, me. Shit. Oh, power went out. Yeah, kick the, kick the fucking cord out. I was going to say. Bung. Bung. It was The Undertaker. Oh, I thought Sabu. Uh, <laughs> or um, someone making their AEW debut. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, for the uh, 50th time. The whole Ronda thing fell flat for me. Her getting arrested, her beating up security guards, the fact that there weren't Mounties and they had police in Canada, which we all know per WWE kayfabe is not true. Uh, there are no police in Canada. It's only Mounties. Yeah. That whole thing. The Mounties or the Quebecers were pretty tight. <laughs> the Quebecers. <laughs> oh God! Or the amazing, as I like to call the them, amazing the French Canadians. Yeah. Why well, call them the amazing French Canadas? Ah, uh, I like that better. Because I don't understand why you're Canadian if you're from Canada, not Canada. Like, mm, it doesn't make sense to me. And PCO is still out there banging, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Brett, spit or swallow? <laughs> I got a double again. I'm going to swallow the fact that Dragon Lee made his Dynamite debut because I fucking love Dragon Lee. Mm-hmm. And he looked great in that match. But I'm going to spit the fact that uh, his faction turned on him Same. and un- un- unmasked him because why? Rude. That's so rude. Yeah, so rude. On the House of Dragons episode. And it was Dynamite. his brother, too. His own flesh. And I don't blood. know. So I just wanted to see that at least that trio just continue to be a thing. Like I think Andrade has obviously been misused. Yes. You know, him having Roosh there has oh. 
has been good. I think Roosh has been awesome. He's a guy I'd barely seen before coming here that I'm very familiar with, but he has been high marks for me since coming. Coming. Uh, <laughs> like I said, I love Dragon Lee. Was happy to see him. He's one of the best high flyers in the world. But I don't know. Maybe it's going to lead to something. Maybe it'll lead to – I don't know if Dragon Lee will be back, but if he is yeah. and this will lead to something, then I'm all for it. My – I'm spinning that as well, and I hated the fact that they did that turn towards the end of the episode, and then they cut to can to the credits, and then we yeah. don't know what the fuck else was, happened. Yeah, it was the very end. Yeah, yeah. So like, I wanted this. Like, they call themselves La Facción Ingobernables, a spinoff yeah. like Los Ingobernables. Yeah. If you're gonna call yourself the faction Ingobernable, you should actually that be what, the what? faction. <laughs> and <laughs> and not just a tag team Ingobernable. In Gobble Gooker. Mm. Uh Moulin Rouge, not a big fan. I I, I don't see it yet, but we'll, I'll give him time. Uh I had no idea who Dragon Lee was. I was very confused. Yes. Who's Moulin Rouge? Uh it was Andrade, Moulin Rouge, and then uh, the cartoon dragon uh Bruce Lee in a trio. American match. Dragon. Got it. Got it. <laughs> I thought it was cool that they had a cartoon dragon on TV. That was fun. Yeah, they had three dragons on the show. They did. They had three dragons on the show. That's impressive. Can we swallow the fact that AEW actually had a house? I was going to say they were in a house of dragons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be dragging these nuts later. Um, Vince Spitter Swallow. Uh, Mandy versus Zoe. Uh, I thought the match was fantastic, even though. Zoe got injured by their kayfabe or non-kayfabe wise. We'll talk about it when we get to SmackDown. What when it, whoever well, they said Thakita was the one that was not medically cleared. No, so. they said that Zoe got injured in her match with Mandy, and then Nikita was also not medically cleared to compete. But they did say the reason that they're not here tonight was because Thakita was Zoe. not medically cleared. No, they mentioned Zoe was injured. They mentioned that Zoe got hurt in her match, but they said the reason they were not on the show tonight was because Nikita was not medically cleared. Isn't this the second time Nikita was supposed to be in a tournament and gets injured? So, like, we're seeing the common thread with her. Maybe that, or they just realized that she's really kind of trash in the ring and they didn't want to put her on the main roster. Thank you. Uh, Nobody denied the fact that she wasn't bad in the ring. We just all talk about how we like to look at her. Like, Mm -hmm. it's a nice unseasoned chicken, as as, uh, Parabon Jutsu says. Uh, but <clears throat> Mandy continues to improve. She continues to impress me in the ring, and I love the spot where she takes the knee brace and does her feet trigger, which is better than Kenny Omega's, by the way, because it's it with a knee brace. Uh, and got it the really win. Is. Yeah. So <laughs> the key to not vax couldn't go up to. <laughs> yes, um, Bagley. Uh, Game of Thrones was the sponsor of Dynamite, and Marcus has never seen Game of Thrones. Because he sucks. Um, I'm going to kind of play off that. And I'm just going to swallow Toxic Attraction as a whole. Because not only did Mandy do her thing. But Toxic Attraction had a great tag team match on SmackDown tonight. Where they did a really nice thing. Where they used their tags to matter. That's how they won the match. Was JC got the sneaky tag. So they did win. I I love that. Yes. So not only did they get the spot and fill in for Zoe and Takeda. But uh, JC comes in. Uh, Natalia thinks that 
Gigi is legal, tries to go put her in the sharpshooter. JC, who tagged her in and then dropped down and hid, slides in, gets the roll-up, and gets the win. So them doing actual real tag team shit in the tag team tournament, getting the win, former NXT Women's Champions, big swallow for me. And anytime Question. I see Gigi on my TV, it is a swallow like a fucking concrete mixer from Culver's. <laughs> uh, question How far did they advance in the tournament and do they stay on main roster? I don't think they stay on main roster. I don't know why people want to see Toxic Attraction split up. And then, no, I don't want them to split up. Roster. I want Mandy to come up with. I think that they will, uh, they will make it pretty far. Man, I mean, Mandy might come up <clears> if she <throat> after she loses the title. We have to see when she loses the title. Maybe she loses it to Mako Satamora mm-hmm. at Worlds Collide. You never you know. You gotta have a name for her, right? Uh, no, I do not. Why? Because she's on the uh, Because she's a woman, and I don't want to be disrespectful to women. Fair. Very fair. <laughs> Love it. So all, they, all this was while Bailey was berating Sonya from the crowd. Yes, very true. Uh, Bailey in the crowd was fantastic with EO and Dakota as well. Because so not only was she and Gigi in the screen at the same time. Not only was she berating Sonya, but she was also yelling at Michael Cole. And that was fun because <laughs> Bailey and Michael Cole are fantastic. We still want um, that match. I'm going to swallow uh, Liv versus Shotzi. Uh, mm. I am a huge Shotzi Blackheart fan, as you can tell. I think this is one of both Shotzi's better matches that she's had on main roster as well as Liv's. Yes. Um, And the promo beforehand was a bit more subdued version of Shotzi, which was great because she, she does do a lot of yelling in her promos. And this was kind of a a toned down version that I actually enjoyed from Shotzi. I feel like it was less over the top dramatic and she's kind of finding her voice as a heel on this program. So I'm swallowing that whole thing from Liv and Shotzi. Uh, Liv got the win. Hate to see Shotzi take an L, but makes sense. You know, we got the champ out there. So, yep. Brett, I'll admit I'm running a little thin here, but I got a good one here. I'm going to swallow, and this one's for you, Ritter, Miyu Watanabe versus Miyu Yamashita in Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling. We got Miyu versus Miyu. You just said you didn't want to do it with the women because you didn't want to be disrespectful. I know. know. Well, we had I said Miyu Yamashita earlier, and you're like, Miyu Watanabe. Me, Wat, Miyu Watanabe, yep, versus Watanabe. Miyu Yamashita. But one is spelled M-I-U, and one is spelled M-I-Y-U. How crazy oh, okay. is that? But okay. the match itself was fucking awesome. <laughs> Semi-finals, Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling. Uh, what was it called? The Tokyo Princess Cup semifinal. Tokyo Princess an, Cup. About an 18-minute banger. These women beat the shit out of each other, and it was awesome. Miyu versus Miyu. I'll do this sounds just like for you. Drink. Uh, Tokyo Mako, Princess Cup. J- just for you. Uh, Mako Satomura. Make me sad no more. <laughs> That's excellent. It, did you just come up with that? I did. I really I did. love it. I fucking yes. love it. <laughs> well, like yeah, I've, not been, I've not been sad at all since I've been on here. So yeah. Exactly. He's like Max cool. Caster. He's uh, Matt I, Caster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Vince Spitter Swallow. I'm a swallow Mexican maximum male Max is calm. <laughs> what? 
uh, Hit Row, the cipher. I'm I'm a swallow the cipher from Hit Row. Interrupting Maxine uh, vibing to the cipher and Max yeah. running her away because can't let his sister, you know, be exposed to black men like that. She's hot. Yeah, very uncomfortable. I'd only seen her like recently. She falling. Did you notice that every time somebody that isn't white comes around Maxine, Max is very quick to like, he didn't like uh, Los Lotharios last week. He was not having her dancing to hit row this week. There's something to that. There really is. Los Lotharios, are they related to Jose? Uh, they are the children of Jose. Are they uh, really? Hum- no, it's Humberto and Angel Garza. Oh, Okay, <laughs> I was gonna say the boyhood dream, the super sock. <laughs> oh shit! I'm actually watching that right now, 1996. Oh, so yeah. Interestingly enough, is it on me? Because I'm like out of shit. But no, it's on I, me, and I, I've got I, two I, more. Oh, but I was gonna let Vince finish. Oh, his sorry. Hit row thing. But mine no, no, had just... to do with 96. I'm not trying to jump the line here. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna spit QT Marshall <laughs> trying to be a knockoff Tony D. On rampage. <laughs> First off, fuck QT Marshall. Oh, I love him. Fuck QT Marshall because Second fuck off, QT Marshall. That's why I love him. He's got this poker game going on. He's got this mix match of non Italians hanging out with them. He's trying to talk more uh, Italian, more gangster. Is he act that way? Was yeah, was there like a segment? Off. What happened? Like. I didn't watch yet. Was there it a was segment? There was a card game where he was being interviewed, and they were like, oh, hey, so are you worried about Powerhouse Hobbs after last week? He's like, I'm not worried about anyone. Then Hobbs comes in and flips the table and starts threatening yeah. them and all that shit. And Who was playing just, cards? Just the uh, factory members? The entire factory, yeah. Was, I kind of like dominoes and cards. I like that. I don't know. It gives me some old fucking APA vibes. Fuck you, T. Marshall. <laughs> Always pounding ass, you know. Um, well, Brett, if you're just about out, do you have any more? Or well, yeah. so the yeah, the one more I was gonna say was related to '96, and it has nothing to do with this week. But I'm just gonna shout out my boys at the Year of Duke and Rogue podcast. So they basically pick a year and they go through it, and it was '96 WCW, and they just finished. And I watched all the fucking pay-per-views from Starcade 95 to Starcade 96. And boy, it was a wild ride. It was a lot of spits, a lot of swallows. And yeah, it was a ton of fun. And uh, yeah, fun, hilarious times. What do you got? If you want to continue that journey right now on YouTube, Return to Wrestling, which is a side venture that me and Travis do, uh, just dropped, sold out in 1997, which is the next pay-per-view. Oh, after. shit. <laughs> no so shit. You can, yeah. you can follow along with us, which I will. after this episode, it'll be <laughs> Patreon exclusive for $1. But Travis and I have been traveling through the start of Nitro, all of the okay. Nitros, and then the pay-per-views. Nice. So we That's just... the perfect pickup point. For exactly. real. <laughs> so the, I know they are now doing their next like stretch. They're going to do... Starcade 99 through the end of WCW, which is going to mm-hmm. be very interesting. But I will definitely keep up because, like, I watch like old wrestling, like to go to bed every night. And it's like, all right, just pop it on. Like, so yeah, I will join the ride. Is that on YouTube? You said, yeah, that the last episode, which is sold out 97, just dropped on YouTube. It is available. So if you go to youtube.com slash creation world, which is where we're streaming live now, yeah. you can find that. It's also out on our audio platforms. If you go check us out, uh, you Hell can go yeah. find that all at Linktree. Uh, but 
going forward it'll be patreon exclusive but it only cost you a dollar and uh if you do subscribe to the patreon come september 1st uh the next episode which you, which you already recorded which is uh super brawl 7 will be up and available there as well so you can hit 1997 sold out and then roll right into super brawl for just a dollar and stick with us we'll carry you through it uh vince love it. even though i plugged all that shit uh do you have any more spits or swallows uh I'm spitting Sasha's car being broken into. Other than that, uh, I'm done. I'm done. I thought you were about to say I'm spitting out. I'm spitting out. I'm that, spitting that's out, a new Matt. one, Matt. I'm spitting out, Matt. I'm spitting uh, out. I'll be very curious to see what the title of the episode ends up being. Because well, right now about- it's we we agreed on Scissor Party before we started. So as of now, it's Scissor Party, but. I feel seeing like there's as, a lot of worthy contenders here. Seeing as we've come up with all these new titles and Vince is redoing the thumbnail anyway, we'll see what it ends up being. I yeah. can't wait. Yeah. Um, I yeah, got one last swallow. You can you can still scissor me, Daddy. Yeah. Uh, my last swallow is Miro taking out Buddy Murphy, Buddy Matthews, and uh, did that happen tonight? That happened tonight. That's fucking tight. I'll swallow Buddy that Matthews. With you had a squash match miro came out he was holding alistair Bo- or malachi black's mask threw it on the ground and oh, then just wrecked buddy matthews i love uh, it. buddy Matt- that story matthews matthews <laughs> that was i think it was tim who fired that one that was the first matthews mm-hmm. that was good. That was- uh we didn't do this last week but brett what was your favorite show you watched this week Shit, favorite show. Uh, it could be the G1 Climax if you want. But I just watched the one match from that. Oh, so okay. um, I'll just say that one match because it was that fucking good. Because I've only watched that and Stardom and Dynamite. And I guess Impact Emergence from top to bottom. Great show. So I'll say that. Impact okay. Emergence. Yeah. Vince, favorite show? NXT Heat Wave. I thought it was the best show from start to finish. <clears throat> I'm gonna agree with that. Even though we I'm didn't get a main event, and Tommy just came out into the middle of the ring by himself. I'm like building up my WWE queue for when all these tournaments fun- and the G1 is over now. So like, I'm definitely gonna watch that Tony D, the Don versus Santos, no doubt. Fantastic, Fantasmo, yeah, Fantasma, El Fantasmo. He was in the G1. <laughs> All right, Brett, tell everyone where they can find Brain Buster Boys and all about your show. Plug all your shit. At Brain Buster Boys on Twitter and Instagram, even though I haven't posted on there. I suck at it, but we're there. Um, And uh, all major audio podcasting platforms. We have our own channel, plus we're on the Visionaries Global Media Network. Great people, great shows there. Um, yeah, and we talked about it earlier, but we had part one of what we're calling the origin, and part two will be coming out this weekend. It is an entirely narrative based episode, there will be no wrestling talk. It is all, it's going to be basically like a fucking audiobook. So, if you haven't listened to part one, do it, come along for the ride, and you'll be coming with us. And uh, <laughs> no, it's going to be weird, wacky, and wild, and Ritter. Thank you for listening, and I'm curious, and we'll talk off-air about some of the older shit you listen to, because there's a lot of wacky shit we've done. But, uh, yeah, we have a lot of fun, and um, definitely going to have to start getting, like, we haven't had a ton of, like, guests of, like, 
friends on the show. We've def we've had a couple, but we're gonna start doing that as well. So uh maybe we could bring some smacking it raw to the brain. Yeah, there you go. Hey, maybe I we could like bust we could bust yeah. Uh, do you want to play a character at some point? Uh, I'll 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 do it after Vince plugs himself. Vince, because I already um, know what the I'll plug yourself. I'll <laughs> plug myself. Okay. Yeah. Peg, you peg can, yourself. Peg myself. You go. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at SES Vince. The link tree in my bio link tree slash SES Vince will get you everything. Creation World, Smack and Raw, Straight Talk. We just. Did the Get Your Bulls episode last week? I'm gonna be dropping the Mamba rankings episode this upcoming Wednesday on 8:24. So check that out. Like I said, link tree slash SES Vince if you like basketball talk, and if you like tournaments, we fantasy booked a women's tag team tournament with uh, Katie Kinsey Bay Bay. They will be dropping on the 31st. So. They would be maybe redoing their whole women's tag team tournament, but we did it better. The fellow Pornhub poppies linked up, and we just brought the fire, brought the heat. And the um, smack at its creation world on Instagram. That is fantastic. But ladies and gentlemen, finally the wreck has come back, baby. See, Vince is babbling on about shit. I should have been on this entire show. I don't know why I was not invited, but I will do Matt Ritter the service of plugging him uh, here live. Live, baby, live. Uh, first off, as Vince tried to say, but it was not his place, it's Creation World on Twitter and Instagram. I-T-S-C-R-E-A-T-I-A. If you don't know how to spell world, get a fucking dictionary, you fucking idiot. Also, go follow that idiot Matt Ritter, at Matt Ritter on Twitter only. Also, Smackin' the Raw Pod on Twitter. If you care about what the fuck he thinks, I don't know why you would, but go follow him. Sure, why not? Uh, also, uh, link trees for Creation World. And for Smackin' the Raw, link tree slash creation world, link tree slash smackin' the raw, creationworld.com, uh, facebook.com slash creationworld, facebook.com slash group slash smackin' the raw. All of these great places where you can find this show, all the fun stuff that we do, <clears throat> Vince, uh, not getting naked like he is supposed to. Uh, that is all over the place. We're trying to get him on OnlyFans. I don't know why he is fighting it. How about Vince in the rack on OnlyFans? How does that sound, Vince? I will come over, I will spread you out on that casting couch and make sweet, sweet love to you, baby. I'm all for this. Uh, anyway, <laughs> as that idiot Matt Reddit normally does, because he is the patron saying of podcasting and the warden or whatever the fuck he calls himself, for him, Brett from the Brain Buster Boys and Daddy Delgado, I am the rack. This has been the Smackin' Raw podcast, the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub, baby. <laughs>